Greetings, conversationalists across the fruited plain of America. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425. I've got a guest with me. He's never been on the program before. And I know how to pronounce his name because the first time I ever said his name, I said it wrong. And I swear to Jesus in heaven, every Auburn fan in America must have had my cell phone number and texted me and said I said it wrong. I was immediately corrected. I've never said it wrong since. He is the fantastic senator leading a really good and important fight right now from the state of Alabama. Senator Tommy Tuberville, welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, hey. There you are, Senator. Hey, All how right. you doing? I'm great. How are you? You know, just beating the bushes up here. <laughs> I bet so. Okay, I, I, I got to ask you out of the gate, uh, a little bit off topic here, but I've been listening to some of the testimony from Secretary of Defense Austin and others, and I played the audio from John Kirby, who said it was a sacred obligation to pay for abortions the other day. And and they've defended uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion training programs that we need uh, a cutting-edge fighters for the 21st century need DEI training. Uh, they need Drag Queen Story Hour. And I, I've been looking through the series of appropriations to Ukraine, and I haven't found that they're sending any Planned Parenthood representatives or drag queens or DEI people to Ukraine to make them cutting-edge fighters against the Russians. And I'm, I'm wondering if they're that important for our military, why aren't they good enough for Ukraine? Eric, thanks for calling. These clowns are absolutely trying to run our military in the ground, and uh, they're accomplishing it. You know, our, our recruiting is... Uh, I think Army is about 65% uh, complete, and uh, so they're going to be thousands short of their recruiting. Air Force is, for the first time in years, will be short on their recruiting. Uh, the Navy, for year, first time in years, short on their recruiting. Marines are going to make it, and Space Force. But it just shows you that these kids are not biting on this. You know, they're, they're not selling these young people to, to get into our military, and they're teaching the wrong things. They should be trying to, to build a machine that protects this country and our allies. But uh, the biggest problem we have uh, and the enemy that we have is the people here in Washington, D.C. that want to push these policies on the young people in this country, and they're not going for it. So it, it's a shame what's happening. I tell you, we, we see it every day, and uh, I, I just don't know where the Democrats are at. The good, there's some good Democrats here that that really believe in this country, but you've got the animals running the zoo when it comes to the crazies and um, they're winning out on the democratic side. Well, and in this particular case, you're holding up promotions that have to be approved by the Senate. And as I understand it, Chuck Schumer could still try to bring these people for a vote and instead would rather attack you instead of attempting to actually vote. Eric, I'm not holding up the, the nominees. I'm just holding up uh, doing 200 at a time and, uh, they can bring anybody to the floor and within two, three hours, have them confirmed. And, and I will vote for most of them. I, I like most of them. I've met with them, but they're trying to make it hard on me telling, Hey, this first time we've been up without a commander of the Marines in a hundred years where, which I talked to, to the, uh, general, uh, Oh, about three days before his confirmation. And he says, I asked him, what about readiness? Is this hurting? He says, I can handle this coach. You do what you need to do. I'll do what I need to do. I said, thank you. That's all I need to know. So <laughs> they, they're trying to sell a, a bill of goods uh, to a lot of people up here. I'm not buying it. 
And uh, I'm, I'm going to stand up for the unborn. I'm going to stand up for the taxpayers of this country. They are taxed to death. And now they want to spend taxpayer money, which 60 percent of the people in this country do not believe in taxpayer money going for abortion. And a lot of those are Democrats. So uh, they're barking up the wrong tree here. And we're going to continue to fight, Eric. Now, Governor DeSantis yesterday in his interview with with Jake Tapper pointed out that you don't get uh, bereavement time off to the degree that they're allowing what he calls abortion tourism to send uh, our, our military personnel to states that where they can have easy access to abortion. You get more time off for that. Um, I, I just I'm kind of flabbergasted by that and the fact that they've decided it's critical for military readiness. Uh, and a, a sacred uh, obligation, in John Kirby's words, to pay for this. Just a few hours ago, I came out of a briefing for this one thing that we're talking about, um, this abortion bill in the military, and they brought over all the policymakers and the deputy secretaries, and, and they sat in front of the Armed Services Committee. And the first question we asked was, okay, uh, uh, is there any limitation to abortion? What if they're eight or nine months pregnant? Um uh, can they get an abortion? They couldn't answer. In other words, they want to do abortion at any time. Uh, and over the last 40 years, it's been rape, incest, or harm to the mom. We've had an abortion policy. And I ask, okay, where's all the complaints from the soldiers over the years? I know you've got a stack of them since you're changing this policy. Not one. Not one complaint. Uh, well, I asked them about readiness. Could you tell me, how am I holding up readiness with, by, with these holes they had no answer. They give me some kind of uh, BS, basically, of, of how it was affecting readiness. It made no sense to me. And I listen to this stuff every day. So it's just they're pushing something on the on the people of this country. After Roe Wade went down, Joe Biden says, or whoever said, uh, we're, we're going to make sure federal employees can have whatever they want when it comes to abortion. We can't handle the states, but we can handle federal employees. So that's the reason we're doing this. And uh, uh, the American people don't deserve this. This is a bunch of wackos running a zoo up here. Now, they they say that they do make a readiness argument, but it, it seems to me that if they're that concerned about it, uh, they could just undo this policy pretty quickly, and we'd be able to get to these, these votes that aren't happening, and yet they seem to be the ones trying to use the military as a vehicle for pretty radical progressive social policies, not just abortion, but the DEI stuff and, and drag queen story hour and the like at military bases. They they don't seem to be as concerned about a potential fight with China or Russia as they do indoctrinating soldiers and sailors. Well, and too, you know, President Trump stopped transgenders in the military. And of course, Biden on his second day approved it. And now to, you go in the military, you, you can get uh, a transgender transition for 70 grand and then it costs thousands of dollars a year for for drugs uh you know after you've had your surgery and then transgenders can't really deploy there's not anything that they can do because of all the medicines they have to take i mean we we have absolutely lost it i mean this just goes to show you how extreme you know this party democratic party is and and uh, again they're trying to transform our country into something it's not they're trying to make it unsafe for the American taxpayers. We're dead broke. We're thirty-two trillion in debt. They have no clue how to how to cut back on the money being spent. All they want to do is write a check to everybody and tell them not to work because we got millions of people that will not work now, and it's getting worse every day. We can't stand. I don't know whether we can stand another year and a half of these people in office, much less you know, uh, heaven forbid we <laughs> yeah. lose and lose in a year and a half. 
Yeah, I, I yeah. It, 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 I'm flabbergasted. Now, now listen, Senator, I, I gotta, I gotta shift with you here, and, and let me give you the backstory here on where I'm headed. Uh, whenever I get Senator Rubio on with me and we talk, we we have a nice conversation, um, but you suddenly switch to football with him, and he's a whole different person. And it, you could clearly tell the man would rather spend his day talking about football than he would talking about any Senate policy. And I, I, I feel a distinct obligation with, with all the growth in the SEC and given your background. I mean, how do you see college sports right now, particularly college football, uh, playing out with name and name and likeness stuff and, and the SEC bringing in all these teams that I don't know we can clearly say are in the South, but they're going to be part of the SEC? Yeah, well, <laughs> College football, college sports, and yeah, college, they're all in trouble, I tell you, with this new NIL stuff, Eric. And, of course, you're right, Marco, and, and I talk, uh, talk all the time on the Senate floor about, about football. His son is now at the University of Florida, and uh, I think got a chance to be a pretty good player. But mm-hmm. yeah, you just never know the direction we're going. What we're going to do with this NIL is you're going to have some players make money, but also you're going to put women's sports and Olympic sports in peril because – not gonna have enough money to pay for pay for what they're they're gonna do, and they're gonna lose coaches. And it's just it's not about education anymore. It's about money. And I understand coaches make a lot of money in in college football. There's a way you can pay everybody through all this money they're making through sports. But Joe Manchin and I've got a bill that we're gonna throw on the floor here in a week or so, and and maybe we can help with it. But right now, as you said, uh, it, it is uh, you know we got huge problems. Yeah, you, you really do. Now, now listen. Yeah, huge problems the military and that, and and all over the place. Senator, last question for you before you get out of here. You you, you went up to Washington. Uh, you'd been a great football coach. You you go to Washington D.C. Um, what's worse, uh, the politics on an academic campus, or or the politics you got to deal with in Washington D.C.? Oh, the, the the policies up here, because you know that that's a game. When 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 I'm when I was coaching, you know, you knew that. You win or lose, uh, you might lose your job, but it's still just a game, and there's nobody really hurt from it. You can always regroup the next year. Uh, this is not a game up here, and I think some people think it is because all they do is they vote just to try to get reelected. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is serious business. Now, as I said earlier, we keep these, these people in charge of the, uh, the American government uh, uh, the next few years. We, we're going to have huge problems. I don't think the 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 – American people really understand where we're at. We are in our education has been destroyed. All of our institutions have been uh, tampered with. Uh, you know, the crime everywhere. Borders are open. I mean, it's just it's just one thing after another. And now we're going to ruin one thing that's been so sacred to us is our military. And uh, we're not just going to ruin it. We're going to run it in the ground. Uh, and uh, they they really and truly don't understand what. There's no leadership in Washington, D.C., zero leadership when it comes to policy. But if people want to help, you know, call your senators, call your congressmen and tell them, hey, wake up and smell the roses uh, because we're the ones going to pay the price. Uh, people yeah, up here are. drive around their big limos and, and go to their fancy parties. But at the end of the day, we're going to be held accountable up here. And the people better start being held, uh, held accountable back home. And so people need to tell them, vote for this country. Quit voting to get reelected. Senator Tommy Tuberville, thank you very much for joining me. I sure appreciate it. And keep up this fight. I sure am proud of you doing this. Somebody needed to. And, and I wish more Republicans were as vocal and had your back as I know some behind the scenes, but they all need to be public supporting you. And I appreciate what you're doing. All right, Eric. Thank you. God bless. You too. Senator Tommy Tuberville from, from Alabama.
Uh, fighting the fight, uh, keeping these promotions, as he said. They could do them one at a time. He wouldn't object, but they want to do a batch of 200 at a time, these military promotions, and he's saying no to that as long as they're funding travel for abortions within the military using federal funding, which they're not supposed to be doing, but they are, and he's had enough of it, and he's fighting the good fight. Good for him. Uh, what's sad is the number of Republicans who are not vocally having his back on this, uh, and they need to. Mike Lee is is probably the, the best guy publicly out there with Tuberville's, having Tuberville's back. The rest of them uh, need to stand up and have his back as well.